This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're not constantly becoming aware of what's going on in your mind and where these thoughts are coming from, and frankly, how you can choose a different way of thinking things, you're going to start taking actions from that negative place as opposed to, hey, what else can I do? What's a creative way of looking at this? How can I meet them where they are and really make a difference? So for me, you have to have all three of those things, but really being able to control your mindset is the only thing that will keep you sane if you are in a sales responsibility. It's Lift As We Climb, a show that shares secrets about growing your business from eWomen Network Premier Success Coaches and outstanding members from all around the world. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach and your host of the show. On today's show, we're talking about sales, specifically how to create sales conversations that connect to you and your prospects. We'll talk with Susan Trumpler, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business and a Premier Success Coach for the eWomen Network. Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship-building concierge. Cultivating sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. And the LinkedIn lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star. Susan Trumpler, the founder of Unstoppable Women in Business, is our guest this week. Susan, it's so great to talk with you again. How are you? Pat Miller, I couldn't be better. Happy New Year to you. Onward and upward, ready for a terrific 21. I would imagine someone like you is like in your mindset, you're all fired up, you're ready to go out there and make it happen. Oh, absolutely. We'll talk a lot about mindset today, but that's the key to it. You create your own destiny, right? You create your own future, so might as well make it a good one. And one of the things that I love about you and your approach is that you're not saying the same thing as other business or sales coaches. If you haven't seen Susan's website, you got to look at it, unstoppablewomeninsales.com. And in big, bold letters, right on the front of the page, life is too short not to enjoy the journey to success. Now, first of all, I love that line. But second, I think it's unique not because of the enjoyment part, but because it's focusing on the journey. Why is that important to you? Oh, man, this is like a life mantra for me, Pat, honestly. Okay, the best way to describe it is to kind of put it into something that everybody can relate to. Think about the last vacation you went on. I mean, I know you have to go back a little way probably. (laughs) But think about any vacation that you take or any big event that's happening. The excitement is in the anticipation. It's like, oh my gosh, when I think about going on vacation, I start thinking about where I'm going to go and what I want the experience to be like and what I'm going to wear and and who I'm going to see. And that whole quote unquote journey towards vacation sometimes can be even better than the actual achievement of the vacation itself. As a matter of fact, I've had some miserable vacations where the, (laughs) the journey to get there was way better than what happened once I got there. But that's just like business success is people are always looking, which you have to, you have to create goals. They're out there and you're anticipating them, but it's like you anticipate them with heaviness and like, oh my God, how is this going to happen? And that's just a miserable way to live. So enjoy the journey. It's the best part of it sometimes. It just seems like a lot of coaches, especially sales folks, like to talk about the happiness when you hit the goal. Mm -hmm. Happiness exists when you are successful. And I just love that you're centering on the day-to-day. And in order to hit the number, you need to enjoy life along the way. 
I just think that's brilliant. But think about it, Pat. You've sold things. Anybody who's sold anything knows that that moment is fleeting. You feel great for like maybe an hour or a few hours if you're lucky. And then all of a sudden it's gone. It's like it never happened. And so are you going to hold your breath waiting for that moment to be happy? It's like, hell no. You got to learn how to enjoy it all the way. Another thing that you point out on the page that again, I think is unique. That's why I want to bring it up is you share that our lack of success in sales is not a lack of skill or watching another seminar or working harder, hustling and grinding. So what is missing in our lack of success when it comes to sales? Yeah. So when you think about it, sales is really a mind game more than anything else. You do have to have skills. You do have to have a process. You have to have the foundation and be professional about it. But I've seen a lot of people with some really good skills and processes fail. And the difference is generally in how they're thinking about things. Again, I'll give you an example on this. If you are someone, let's say you've worked a relationship to the point where you're offering a proposal for services or had a consult and you made an offer. And the prospect says to you, yeah, I like this. I'm not ready to say yes right now, but I just want to think about it for, give me 48 hours, right? It happens a lot of times, right? You don't get a yes immediately. Well, that's where the mind drama starts because let's say the prospect kind of goes radio silent, which also happens quite often. They don't get back with you within 48 hours. You try to contact them, they're not returning your call. All of a sudden, there's like this voice inside of your head that's starting to whisper some really nasty stuff to you. You know, it's like, oh, I knew I blew it. They go with somebody else. They don't see the value. I'm too expensive, right? Like those thoughts, they keep churning in your mind. And if you can't control your mind, right, mind management, then those thoughts are going to start leading you down the rabbit trail of negativity and heaviness and fear, anxiety, whatever it might be for each person. Once you go there, you're kind of in bigger trouble because nothing good comes out of a negative energy. You can't be creative. You can't do anything to be able to understand the buyer's perspective. Heck, they might just be busy. And it's not about you, it's about them. But if you're not constantly becoming aware of what's going on in your mind and where these thoughts are coming from, and frankly, how you can choose a different way of thinking of things, you're going to start taking actions from that negative place as opposed to, hey, what else can I do? What's a creative way of looking at this? How can I meet them where they are and really make a difference? So for me, you have to have all three of those things, but really being able to control your mindset is the only thing that will keep you sane if you are in a sales responsibility. And if you think about the emotional toll that comes with getting a no, it seems like that is less than the emotional toll that you put yourself through if it takes a while to get the no. Is that right? A hundred percent. The unknown is actually more emotional and more draining and more stressful on someone. Getting a no is no big deal. There's millions of prospects out there. You just got to find the right one who does see the value in what you offer. A no is just a no. But man, if you are making this story up in your mind and creating mind drama around that, it just gets blown all out of proportion. Yeah, I love your perspective on how it just shuts down all of our creativity and positive energy to try and solve the problem. You become a victim in your head and then you can't solve the problem as it exists. And the theme of today's show is creating sales conversations that connect with you and your ideal prospects. What does that mean? Well, no one likes to be sold. 
right? I mean, when I talk with women business owners and with people who have selling responsibilities, the first thing they say to me is, oh, I hate selling. And when we get underneath it, it's because they hate to be sold. And so I think that you have to earn the right to sell to somebody. You've got to create a relationship before you sell to them. I use a lot of metaphors and analogies, but it's like dating. Like if you went on a first date with someone and they asked you to marry them, you might think that's a little weird. (laughs) Maybe you wouldn't, but I'm thinking most people would, (laughs) right? And so it's like creating this relationship or connection is just like dating. There's this universe out there of all these people in the world and they start to get to know you and they start coming down like a funnel into your life and you connect with them so that you are really able to earn the right to be able to ask for the business, ask them to be a partner with you and propose to them. And so you're not selling somebody at that point. You're really just influencing them to see or to buy into a perspective that you share about something that's going to make a big difference in their life. So that's where the connection comes in. And you help us by showing us what those connection points are. You say there are three questions that need to be answered in their mind before they're ready to say yes. So come on. Come on, give us the good stuff here. What are the <laughs> things we need to know? It's important. I know. This is like forensics, right? We just think, I need to get somebody to say yes to me. But what's going on in their mind is definitely a process of uh, deepening that connection through layers of yeses. The very first thing they have to say yes to is, why do they even want what you're offering? You know, a lot of times we do really great work out there with lead gen, with doing social media posts and all these different things. And somebody kind of likes your style, they like what you're saying, but they're not really that clear about what it is you do. And so the first yes they have to, you know, be able to say yes to, or the first thing they have to say yes to is, do they really want what you have? And that's a good thing. But generally, that actually brings up the next yes is like, okay, now once they know, oh, this would be something that's good for me, that will make a difference in my life or my business, well, The next thing that they have to determine is, well, if I'm going to do this or get this, should I get it from you? And why should I buy it from this person? Are they really the best person for me to do this with? So that's just a natural progression in somebody's mind. If they choose to do it, then they're going to say, well, what other options do I have? Maybe this person's expensive or maybe they're not as good as somebody else. By the way, I saw those posts from that other guy. I should check that out too, right? So you really have to work towards being unique and being able to help them understand why they want it from you. And then the third one, and this one bites us a lot when we're trying to win a new client over, is why do they need you now, right now? Not a month from now, not next quarter, not next year. Why do they need you now? And that's urgency. You have to be very skilled at being able to help them see that they don't want to wait. They want it now. So those are, you know, those are the little yeses that they have to make up in their mind before they can begin to even consider saying yes to becoming a client. So if I heard this right, you have to be clear so they understand what they're buying. Mm-hmm. You have to give them the urgency that they need it right now. But mm-hmm. the one that I think a lot of people miss and that I help people with on what I do is, okay, how are you different than everybody else? Mm-hmm. And I always try and coach people into a situation where you have few, if any, competitors. You're the only one that's offering what you offer. So that differentiation piece seems to be really tough. And driving down the number of competitors, I would imagine, would up your closing ratio or your chance of closing. Mm. Is that right? Yes, it does. 
But I want to ask you, and here's where I really think the differentiation is here, is to define what a competitor is. So in your mind, what do you think a competitor is? For my little business? Is that what you mean? Yeah, for any business, for your business. Uh, any business, a competitor would be someone that could offer a somewhat similar product that I offer at a competitive price or a similar price to which I'm offering. Because I would imagine there are competitors above me in price and below me in price, and they're not necessarily competitors. Is that right? Right. That's true. Okay, so to answer this in a logical way that I think people will be able to follow, let's start with this first, okay? When you're having a sales conversation, you actually have the opportunity to have that conversation at one of three levels. So we're going to talk about the lowest level of a conversation, and it's about what you were just talking about. It's about your products, your services, your programs, your pricing, everything, your terms, whatever it is. That's the lowest level of a sales conversation. And that level, by the way, bores the bejeebies out of whoever you're speaking with. And that is where we are most comfortable talking. It's what we know the best. It's where we spend our time, unfortunately, way too much time talking about it. And that's where we do think we're going to find our differentiation. And I don't think we will. I don't think we will for this reason. If you have something really good you're offering to the market, Pat, I mean, it's really good and you've got a great price on it. Your competitors are going to be watching you and they're going to be, boom, in no time, they're going to be up to par with you. So in order for you to really be unique, you have to find it somewhere else. So that leads us to the second and third level of conversations, lowest level being about you. The second level is about the problem that you can solve, right? So what is it that they want to do different in their business or in their lives? What do they want better? What can they do different? What problem do you solve? And that's an interesting level of conversation. And believe it or not, that is not a level of conversation that happens quite often. It's about 20% of the time or less because we're not comfortable there. Yeah. That's the problem. We know it. We've done it in our brand. Like our brand marketers are great at saying, okay, what's the problem you solve? And you've got it on your website. But when it comes to having a conversation when you're nervous and when you're, you know, you deep all to what you're comfortable with. So second level, talk about their problem, how you can solve it. Third level, sales nirvana. You're talking about why they want to have that problem solved. Like, what does it really mean to them? What deepest desire is it filling? And man, we don't go there hardly ever. (laughs) But I'm telling you, if you can hit their pad, like you've got a client. So here's the thing, from my philosophy, you do have to have good products and programs. You have to have reasonable market pricing. But the more you sell or the more the sale conversation is at that level two or level three, the more connection and relationship and trust and credibility that you're going to create with that client. And they're going to want to do business with you. There's going to be something about that connection that you have that is unique. It's not something they're getting with other people. They're going to want to do business with you because they're finding that uniqueness at a level that's important to them. Make sense? Oh, absolutely. You talk about expert energy, how you show up with expert energy is using these three levels of a sales conversation. Part of it, are there other techniques that you use to show up with expert energy? Yeah, expert energy to me is the opposite of being needy and salesy. So it is part of it. So expert energy is confidence and it's being really secure in what you're offering and knowing that you can have this conversation and not shy things that are making you uncomfortable. And that is 
probably one reason why we don't get to levels two and three very often because we know what's in level one because I'm the one making the list of stuff and I know what questions I want to ask. But level two may include a question or a problem I've never faced before. And level three might be a problem that I've never heard before. But all of those things are opportunities that if you show up and own it and you don't run from that, you welcome those kinds of conversations. You're right. There will be no competitors at that point because you're helping them solve problems in the big picture. So we're learning about the offer process, but Susan says she can help you craft offers that people can't walk away from. Gotta hear this. We'll ask her about that next on the Lift As We Climb podcast. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm using Cultivating Sales to not only organize my clients and partners, I'm using it to manage this worldwide podcast. With this one program, I built and host the show's webpage where guests can apply, book their dates, and subscribe. It also manages the email communications and Lift As We Climb VIP text program. The one program has replaced so many other subscriptions, it practically pays for itself. Stay close to your customers with texts, emails, sales funnels, calendars, a course builder, and even a website builder. Get the secret discount just for Lift As We Climb listeners. Visit cultivatingsales.com slash lift to capture it. That's cultivatingsales.com slash lift. And the LinkedIn Lifestyle, the secret recipe to attract the right people and build authentic relationships on LinkedIn. Before I worked with the LinkedIn lady, my LinkedIn was a mess. Then she introduced me to the LinkedIn Lifestyle. And now I'm loaded with daily content ideas. My profile views are up and my engagement has improved. If you're trying to do business on LinkedIn, join me and lead the LinkedIn Lifestyle. Visit linkedinlifestyle.com slash star to get the free report, Five Fatal Flaws in Most LinkedIn Profiles. Watch your profile views and post performance soar with these tips. They work. Get the report now at linkedinlifestyle.com slash star. And The Expressory, your relationship building concierge. I just launched the Idea Collective for Small Business Owners and Jamie and the team at The Expressory are blowing my members' minds. When a new member signs up, The Expressory team is automatically alerted to send a personalized surprise welcome gift right to their doorstep. The members are so surprised that they talk about the group on social media and feel more connected to our mission. Right now, you have a cool opportunity to experience the Expressory for yourself for free. Simply text the word TEST to 414-240-1315. That's TEST to 414-240-1315. And you'll get a surprise mailing including various samples of their handmade cards right to your door. You'll love the experience and you'll want it for your business too. Try out the Expressory today. We're back on the Lift As We Climb podcast with Susan Trumpler, founder of the Unstoppable Women in Business and a premier success coach with the eWomen Network. So Susan, how can we do this? How can we make an offer that people can't walk away from? Because that sounds awesome. And this one is so simple, Pat. (laughs) You're going to die. All right, listen, here's my advice. Make an offer that you would be excited about buying yourself. All right? What? Yeah. Here's the thing. And I've done this myself. I'm literally putting together a program. I'm launching a, it's called the Success Collaborative. And I'm writing up what I'm including in the offer. And oh, I want to add this in. Oh, yeah, I want to add this in. 
And at the end of the time, the list of things that I'm putting into the program, I'm like, damn, I wish I could find a program like this that I could buy. You got to be excited and passionate about what you're putting together. You have to feel like you're over delivering that the value of the program or the product, whatever you're putting out into the world, you have to truly believe that it is way more valuable than what you're actually charging for it. And that's an irresistible offer. If you believe it, you're passionate and you can communicate it that way, people will feel that energy. And if you've done your work, like we talked earlier, done your work in understanding them and communicating, that's irresistible. While we're on that topic, you mentioned pricing. Can you just get on your soapbox for a second and tell people to stop pricing themselves so low? Because I'm sure you have a lot to say about that. Oh my word. This could be a whole podcast in itself. (laughs) Because listen, people burn out on business because they hustle too hard. They have to sell so much to make revenue that makes sense in their business. And so number one, when you underprice your programs and products, what you're doing is actually risking your business from being around in five years because you can't keep up the hustle. But the second thing is you've got to understand, clearly understand the value that you are creating for someone else. And the thing that drives me crazy is when people use the paid by hours type concept when they're pricing the problems. Well, it's going to take me about three hours to do this and a couple hours to do that. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. If you wanted an hourly rate, go get a job because that's just not going to be the way you're going to be successful. So it's really truly understanding the value you deliver to others that establishes the price you should charge. That's great stuff because so many people think about pricing themselves low, thinking it will be easier to get a yes. And that's not necessarily true, is it? Get better at sales. Mm -hmm. Forget about under... Yeah, no, it's not. As a matter of fact, people tend to not trust you if your products are too low. They're like, oh, this can't be any good. So you're almost shooting yourself in the foot by doing that too. I want to ask a couple of questions about the Unstoppable Women in Business and some programs that you're running. But before we get out of you being brilliant about how we can sell stuff better. Is there anything we haven't covered or final daily habits or tips or ideas or mindset shifts that you would encourage us to take as we leave the presentation portion of the podcast so we can learn about how we can do business with you? Absolutely. So I'll reiterate, I think anybody can be good at sales. Anybody, if they have become professional at it, really spent a little bit of time learning how to do it well and having a really good process in place so they feel comfortable in the container they're in. But that mindset work, to me, it's so important. And it's not just, and here's the thing about it, it's not a one and done. It's not like, oh, now Susan told me about this, I'll be aware of it and it'll be okay. It's that voice inside your head comes from your primitive brain, which will never change for your whole life. And so it's a practice, kind of just like yoga or meditation, mind management, you need to have a practice and you need to keep raising your awareness, keep questioning the thoughts, keep finding different ways of looking at things to be able to create your success. It's a choice. Sales doesn't happen to you. Oh, I lost that deal. Damn, it's their fault. No, it's you actually can choose how things roll out for you when you do a good job at mind management. We could go on for another hour, two hours, two days, four shows, but we are almost out of time. Tell me about the Unstoppable Women in Business. That's the name of the website. And tell me about what you do just in general. Yeah. So I do what we're talking about right here is I work with women entrepreneurs who desperately want to grow their business. They don't want to become another one of those statistics of businesses that go out of sight because they just haven't generated enough revenue. 
they're really not comfortable with the revenue growth part of it, you know, to like actually the selling or, you know, leading somebody, leading a team who has to sell. So I work with them as a consultant, a strategist, and a coach. So I put all three parts together and just help them become better at it. Because when you're good at something, you do it often, you don't procrastinate, right? And you do it well, and then you get the results you're looking for. So that's what we do in my business. I've had the chance to interview a lot of people during the eWomen Network and on this show here. And this is not a true fact like it happens every time. But if you're talking to someone that's in the eWomen Platinum program, meaning their business is a certain size, Mm -hmm. they've got this part figured out. They've got the, I am confident, I know my business, I am ready to go sell something. They've owned the revenue generation piece, or at least on the whole, they're mm-hmm. better at it than people aren't on that level. So this really seems to be one of the most critical skills if we're talking about growing. Is that true? Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Let's put it this way. People go into business because they have an amazing something, a program, a product, something they want to bring to the world, right? But they're not, this is not what they went into business to do. This is something that they have to do and they have to do well. And so it is something that is critical to their reaching their goals. And I will also say, it's also for the platinum members, it's also for the people that are, I've been hustling my way. I have been hustling my way to success. And I have been doing things a certain way and it's gotten me this far but they really want to be able to up their game, maybe even change their niche, change their focus, add a program, but they're just not sure like how to get comfortable in that aspect. So it's about establishing it as well as refining your sales processes and conversations. In addition to a half hour of just brilliance from Susan, she's also showing up with a gift. You've got a free masterclass. Can you tell us about it? Yes. As a matter of fact, it goes along with the question you asked me around, what are those three decisions that have to be made? So I've got this free masterclass. It's called Getting to Yes Faster. And it's at gettingtoyesfaster.com. Imagine that. (laughs) Easy to remember. Exactly. Yeah. And it'll just step you through those three yeses. Like why? Why me? And why now? And there's worksheets in there. And it's also really a way for you to intentionally create a sales conversation so that you're never practicing it for the first time with a client or a prospect. You're also a premier success coach for the eWomen Network. Congratulations. Everyone has the opportunity now to get a 30-minute laser coaching session with you. If someone books with you, what do you do in that 30 minutes? Well, we have a lot of fun. I like to have fun in everything that I do. But consider me a sales doctor. So you come in and you kind of give me your symptoms, tell me what the challenges or problems are, and we'll diagnose together what's going on, where you need to put some focus and put a plan in place or a prescription uh, to have you feeling better really fast. And if what I'm saying about creating a mind management practice or being able to really work on that mind management stumbling blocks is appealing to somebody, they can come into a session and I'll introduce them to the tools that I use and even include a journal for them to get started creating their own unstoppable mindset practice immediately. It's amazing. It is the most underutilized asset in all of eWomen Network. Mm-hmm. If you're in the network and you've not used your Premier Success Coach calls, you're throwing money down the drain. And especially when you work with Susan, you're going to make more money right away. Susan Trumpler, founder of Unstoppable Women in Business, also a Premier Success Coach for the eWomen Network. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Pat. It's a pleasure to be here with you. 
If you're enjoying the show, you need to hop in as a Lift As We Climb VIP. It's simple and easy. Just text the word LIFT to 414-240-1315. That's LIFT to 414-240-1315. You'll get a reminder when new shows are released, and we also have some fun giveaways from time to time. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship-building concierge, the LinkedIn lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star, and cultivating sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach and a premier success coach for the eWomen Network. Find out more about me at patmillerideacoach.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.